Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I do want to talk though about Botox because Dublin, according to this new survey, it's an analysis of um, Google search data by VIP Italia, and they found that Dublin is the second biggest city in Europe for, with our Botox obsession. That's how interested we are in trying to stay young. We're second only to Amsterdam. And Kerry Hanafy is a nurse and owner of the Kerry Hanafy uh, Clinics in Dublin. Kerry, have you noticed this increase now in demand for Botox? We have, actually. And when we do reporting on the clinic, we notice it's, it's definitely our number one treatment within the clinic. Um, we have 10 different doctors, dentists that work within the clinic, and each of them are full most of the time. Um, and I think the reason that we're noticing it is because people kind of have moved away from vanity to wellness, to feeling good and looking good and looking after their health in general. And and what? It's just it, like that's where it's come from now, even in terms of the younger generation, Kerry. Yeah, I think the younger younger girls are, are looking at themselves and realising that there is something they can do to prevent themselves kind of aging, you know, even at 60. Because at 60 nowadays, we're still very young. We're still working full time. Um, whereas maybe 20, 25, 30 years ago, a 60-year-old was at home, you know, part-time or the odd day here. We, we're more um, young, we're vibrant, and we want to look good at 60. So if you start early, not necessarily does it have to be all treatments and high doses of treatments, but it's just about looking after your skin, your skin health, um, you're managing your 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 outlook mm. on sunbeds, um, creams, home care, all that. I think we're very much more aware of of that from a younger. Age. Yeah, it's funny though. I was sort of surprised today when I looked at this. Like to think that we're the you know the, the second city in Europe that we're so youth obsessed that so many other Europeans though. I would have put an awful lot of other EU countries ahead of us. I didn't think that we were that focused on it in Dublin. I think as a country, though, you know, even in Dublin as a city, um, we we tend to copy our friends. So if you go and have something done and you go for dinner with six friends and she's looking well, you you want to know what she's getting done and you kind of go, right, I'm having some of that as well. And I think we definitely, as a nation, as a culture, we, we do. It's like if we buy something, we buy a cream or we buy a product or we go to the shop and we buy a certain food. We all do it. We, yeah. all, we all love We're food. marketeers' dreams, basically, Kerry. Yeah. Once yes, one has are. it, we yeah. all have to have yeah. it. Yeah. Do you know, it's funny you say that because I was just uh, was telling the story earlier here in, in work. Um, I don't have Botox. I haven't had it. And I'm not saying that with any judgment because I, I'd say I'm about a year away from, from probably getting it. Like, I'm really curious about it, but I don't want to start it because I don't want the commitment of it. And that's probably yeah. the real reason why I haven't got it. But what I think is going to force me to get it is the fact that I'm soon going to become the only one in my group that doesn't have it. And recently it happened to me, Kerry. I was looking at a photograph and um, there was, you know, there was a group of us and I'd say I was the only one in the group didn't have it. And what happened was I was the only one then who looked my age. Everybody else was five and six years younger than me. Yes, yeah, start looking with pressure. It is. And it's pure you know, pressure. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's it's the vanity has gone. It's literally about the the freshness, the wellness. Um, you know, in the society now since COVID, we all we're looking in the mirror, we're looking at Zoom, um, we're 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 more aware of how we look. Um, 
and people are just looking for different options. Yeah. Everyone, wa- I know, I mean, like, I, I'm at the stage now and I, I have no problem admitting it. That, you know, I, I've got, been in clinics and I'm asking, what, what's the closest thing to Botox without getting Botox? Like, will, will microneedling, g- you know, give me the same effect? But I just don't want to, the commitment of starting Botox. Yeah, and look, the future in aesthetics is changing as well. It's not all about Botox. And Botox is, um, is just one of the treatments, you know, and it's not for everybody either. And sometimes a bit of mesotherapy, microneedling, and even coming up in the next few months, I'm doing training on, on different um, treatments that will be for the forehead and they, they, they won't be um, anti-wrinkle Botox injections anymore. It, you know, it could be something different because not everybody needs Botox. Yeah. John is with us too, Kerry. John, do you get Botox? I do, yeah. Yeah. Are you getting it long? Um, yeah, I've last four years I've been getting it. Right. Um, I usually just get it twice a year, but the feel-good factor of it is, yeah, it's just incredible. You walk out and you just feel fresh and you know you just it's a, it's kind of the equivalent to me going to go get me haircut now you know when you go out and you have a nice fresh haircut and you feel amazing walking out when I get my Botox on it's very feel good factor it's a real kind of treat myself kind of procedure What's the, What you know urged you John in the first place to start getting it? Well you know it's, it's I just after kind of hitting my 30s and I just kind of realised you know I wanted to start looking after myself a little bit more and I wanted to kind of feel better about myself and you know take a bit more of a healthier kind of lifestyle just in general and I just wanted that to kind of reflect in my skin and you know I was looking into getting procedures done and you know I actually I will always do a bit of research into what I'm thinking of going ahead for so when I just had looked into the Botox market and I just looked into what it was I just yeah I have friends yeah. who did it and I asked around before I did I was a bit kind of trepidous myself I know it is like, yeah yeah I was a bit nervous about going off and getting it done but I've never regretted it I might always say to anyone if you're are kind of looking to just freshen up and just feel good about yourself, like I recommend it. I think it's really good. Where do you where like what part of your face is it? Do you get it in? Um, I get it around the eyes and I get it in the forehead. Um, you see, I'd be quite like active. I train a lot in the gym, and you know, I'm a quite physical person. So for me, um, I get quite deep expression lines. So it was just something I was actually getting conscious about. So you know, I wanted to be able to train and my body feel good and look good, but I also wanted me my face and my skin yeah. to look good as well. So. But nah, it's, I get around the eyes. It's, I'm in and out in 15 minutes and yeah, I feel great for months then afterwards. So, do, do you, Kerry, find like, is it more all age groups and, you know, I presume it's just sure it's Johnson's. I mean, he's getting it. Um, I presume that the demographic, there's probably, is it an even split among men and women? It's definitely, the percentage is definitely changing. I would have said pre-COVID 2019, we were around 50, 15% male and I'd say we're definitely 40, 60 um, so we get a lot of right, couples. Yeah, we get a lot of couples. Um, like it's like it's it's for everybody. Um, it's diverse. Um, males, females. Um, you know, it's you know different age groups. Obviously, um, we we still get people. You know, later in life at seventy, eighty, and um, you know, you can still have certain treatments. But predominantly, like it's 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 definitely an easier treatment to do before you're sixty. You know. Yeah. You know, it's 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 all about prevention. Lizzie is with us. Lizzie is with us as well. Um, Lizzie, do you get Botox? Well, I thought I was going to be the only person in Dublin and Amsterdam who didn't, but it's clear <laughs> I'm not, Andrea, because you don't no, either. No, I don't. What but, do you but, call uh, that thing? Well, I don't. But what do you call that thing when you're when you're thinking of something and then it happens? I I don't know what you call it, but but I was on the show three years ago. 
talking about this and I didn't get Botox then and I was I had bought for my 50th and I'm now nearly 54 this Opatra battery operated thing that I rub around the bottom of my eyes and you were asking me did it work and everything right now I'm not, I'm not going to lie I don't use it every day but I do use it often and every time I use it I think God should I be getting Botox like I have a lot of crow's feet and as, as John was talking about the, the, the deep furrowed brow yeah. but I'll tell you something I don't get Botox one I'm, I'm afraid of starting it. And if you get it, and then you have to keep going, right? But two, what's wrong with actually aging gracefully? What's wrong with it? Why it's peer do we pressure, Lizzie. Peer pressure perfect? is what's wrong with it. Because but, I'm the only you know one what? in the group photo that doesn't have it and looks my age. That's what's wrong. To my colleagues in work there a couple of days ago, and it was from 25 years ago, right? 25 years ago. And they looked at the photo, and then they looked at me and they goes, God, you haven't changed an awful lot. So it, what is that? Is it good genes? Is it that I look after my, my skin and my diet? I do not look 25. Yeah. But I don't look, I don't look 53 either. I, I know I'm, we're I'm, afraid to get early 40s. So is it my genes? Is it genetic? Or is it just that I look after myself? I don't know. But I don't know. My daughter's 20. She she doesn't talk about Botox because I don't talk about Botox. So is it an environmental thing? Is it an upbringing? Is it social media? Is it peer pressure? I don't know. But, you know, I'm a Capricorn, so I'm kind of like slow and stubborn and, you know, I'm quite um, uh, sceptical. So I'm not going to get Botox for, for those type of reasons. Yeah, no, I know. Like, it's the commitment. It's it's just the, the commitment. Like between hair and nails and all that goes with it. I was looking it up, and I mean, on average, I don't know. It seems to vary, but it would probably probably work out at I don't know, maybe eighty, ninety, hundred quid a month. It's the same nearly as a health insurance policy. Um, yeah, it's 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 incredible the numbers of people that are getting it. Though, look, I have a poll on Instagram about this today. Do you have Botox? When did you start getting it? Uh, maybe you're just totally against the idea of it. Or are you a little bit like me and you're curious, thinking about it, but don't want to start it? Because <laughs> you don't want you don't want the full-time commitment of the maintenance. That's the, the issue I have. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.